Hi you, this is Jennifer, publisher of today's TRL Edge. Why do all sorts of capitals favor e-commerce though the business species loses money from day one? This business analysis is produced over a recent press from Retail Dive. It is also published in TRL Edge Forum today at www.t-renaissance.com. E-commerce seems to have a default approval from investors to lose money as long as they can keep growing. There can be a couple of reasons behind the plausible fact. 1. Enough liquidity and capital supply after 2003 along with high-tech industries still booming. 2. Survived, Amazon from the millennium stock market crash has set the bar for its global peers and investors with a solid showcase that a leading e-commerce company can keep growing and innovating though it burns cash. 3. Amazon also proved when e-commerce gets big enough it is possible to be profitable while also staying in a dominate position. 4. Keeping customers' loyalty to e-commerce requires constant investments on product diversities, logistics experiences, quality merchant services, cost savings in memberships, etc. 5. When every e-commerce company works under the same frame of logic, all need to burn cash to get ahead of the others in a shared market space at the same time. Not to mention bigger fish like Amazon, Walmart can be faster. 6. A business can't lose money forever, but as long as it keeps growing, the money it loses can be available from the capital market into to the next few quarters and one to three years reference of previous TRL Edge publication. Would ByteDance, parenting company of TikTok to change the world via interest-based e-commerce. What's Instacart's e-commerce strategy so far as we can see? What may happen to Dollar Shave Club, Glossier, Gymshark? If they are over 200 million United States dollar sales. Has Google been lost in its commerce strategies in the past decade? What can be some of those challenges to Sephora since its launch over Instagram commerce? Here comes more analysis in TRL Edge Forum upon the same topic on the June 21, 2021. Yes, it seems funding to leading e-commerce is not a critical issue, as long as it can keep the growth curve looks nice. However, according to our editors, here are some facts behind the plausible understanding by many. 1. An e-commerce nowadays, no matter a vertical retailing pure player or a cutting-edge DTC brand, it seemed not easy to maintain the high-speed growth for over five years or even less along the time forward, i.e. three. Years can be a good measurement frame for now to many venture capitals looking at a fresh e-commerce-based startup business nowadays which means the fundraising can be a serious problem after the high-speed growth phase to many e-commerce startups. Think about the mushrooming of pure play e-tailers the last decade since 2009, as well as the DTC brand's boom after 2014 across fashion, beauty, healthcare, mom and baby, pets, even luxury accessories, etc. How many of them can you remember now? 2. Most likely the initial high-speed growth to an e-commerce comes from certain unprecedented activities, or coincidental discovery, in a startup core team, or a startup team, independently in P&L within a big organization like Amazon, Alibaba Group etc., instead of a well-planned strategy, or it just can be too few to be ignored. Believe it or not, such discovered high-speed growth model in the first one to three years is valuable by itself as it still counts on intensive efforts relentlessly maybe for some while ahead of its growth to incur, 
it can be long. Hence you may consider fundraising success to such e-commerce startups as an alternative sort of rewarding from the society to their entrepreneurships, core team innovations, etc. 3. For sure all sorts of capital markets from private to the public can back e-commerce businesses in different ways. But the logic investors look into in e-commerce today have been becoming completely different year after year, or, layer over layer. Standing from a technology's perspective, say, from the early HTML on PC back to the 1990s to nowadays live streaming commerce via TikTok or Snap Inc., etc. Via any mobile device. Since e-commerce is just like air and water to any massive consumers-oriented business nowadays, not to mention self-transforming leading social media platforms diving into incubated or independent social commerce innovations, e-commerce 30 years ago is completely different from e-commerce now though they are always called e-commerce. Maybe we should keep on refreshing our understanding of e-commerce, the word itself when we are talking about why capitals favor e-commerce, for decades even they lose money, it is simply because the species are always different and evolved year by year. Reference of previous TRL Edge publication. What is the key difference of Saks Fifth e-commerce to Farfetch? How those leading social media platforms turned them into social commerce in China. What can you see from Instagram's recent culture commerce initiative to come? What are those interesting stories behind the UK, Australia beauty e-commerce pure players the past decade? What is the common future of all sorts of social media? Thank you for listening to today's TRL Edge. It was brought to you by Jennifer. Simply search any keyword to discover more hands-on business analysis around such topic and get inspired. Only at TRL Edge Forum. If you are interested to discover how to sell or expand business to China, or grow better from where as it is in China, simply search T-Renaissance Inc. on LinkedIn and follow us, or visit www.t-renaissance.com for the latest insights and advice.